Cracking Down on Fracking. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! with my weekly Breaking the Sound Barrier podcast. Mike Markham of Colorado has an explosive problem. His tap water catches fire. Markham demonstrates this in a new documentary, Gasland, which just won the Sundance Film Festival Special Jury Prize. Director Josh Fox films Markham as he runs his kitchen faucet, holding a cigarette lighter up to the running water. After a few seconds, a ball of fire erupts out of the sink, almost enveloping Markham's head. Whoa, Jesus Christ. The The source of the flammable water and the subject of gasland is the mining process called hydraulic fracturing, or fracking. Fracking is used to access natural gas and oil reserves buried thousands of feet below the ground. Companies like Halliburton drill down vertically, then send the shaft horizontally, crossing many small trapped veins of gas and oil. Explosive charges are then set off at various points in the drill shaft, causing what Fox calls mini-earthquakes. These fractures spread underground, allowing the gas to flow back into the shaft to be extracted. To force open the fractures, millions of gallons of liquid are forced into the shaft at very high pressure. The high-pressure liquids are a combination of water, sand, and a secret mix of chemicals— Each well requires between 1 million and 7 million gallons of the fluid every time gas is extracted. Drillers don't have to reveal the chemical cocktail, thanks to a slew of exemptions given to the industry, most notably in the 2005 Energy Policy Act, which actually granted the fracking industry a specific exemption from the Safe Drinking Water Act. California Congressmember Henry Waxman, chair of the House Energy and Commerce Committee, has just announced an investigation into the composition of the proprietary chemicals used in fracking. In a February 18th letter, Waxman commented on the Safe Drinking Water Act exemption. He wrote, Many dubbed this provision the Halliburton loophole because of Halliburton's ties to then-Vice President Cheney and its role as one of the largest providers of hydraulic fracturing services, unquote. Before he was vice president, Dick Cheney was the CEO of Halliburton. In an earlier investigation, Waxman learned that Halliburton had violated a 2003 non-binding agreement with the government in which the company promised not to use diesel fuel in the mix when extracting from certain wells. Halliburton pumped hundreds of thousands of gallons of toxic diesel-containing liquids into the ground, potentially contaminating drinking water. According to the Department of Energy, there were more than 418,000 gas wells in the U.S. as of 2006. Since the Environmental Protection Agency lacks authority to investigate and regulate fracking, the extent of the pollution is unknown. Yet as Josh Fox traveled the country, becoming increasingly engrossed in the vastness of the domestic drilling industry and the problems it creates, he documented how people living near gas wells are suffering water contamination, air pollution, and numerous health problems that crop up after fracking. I uh, got um, on the road and went to about 30 different states. Uh, the film focuses on about 10 of them. Um, it's a road movie. And, you know, went from place to place and discovered the same story, that the gas drilling companies were saying one thing and that the people were getting something quite different. Um, and uncovered this Orwellian nightmare of, uh, you know, um, people being promised uh, a great deal of money and then, you know, ending up with towns that were 
We're ruined. It's personal for Josh Fox. He lives in Pennsylvania on a stream that feeds into the Delaware River atop the Marcellus Shale, a subterranean region from New York to Tennessee with extensive natural gas reserves. Fracking in the Marcellus Shale could potentially contaminate the water supplies of both New York City and Philadelphia. Fox was offered almost $100,000 for the gas rights to his 19 acres, which led him to investigate the industry and ultimately to produce his award-winning documentary. There's virtually no federal oversight of fracking, leaving the budget-strapped states to do the job with a patchwork of disparate regulations. They're no match for the major multinational drilling and energy companies that are exploiting the political goal of energy independence. The nonprofit news website ProPublica.org found that out of 31 states examined, 21 have no regulations specific to hydraulic fracturing, and none requires the companies to report the amount of the toxic fluid remaining underground. Reports indicate that almost 600 different chemicals are used in fracking, including diesel fuel and the BTEX chemicals. That's benzene, toluene, ethylbenzene, and xylenes, which include known carcinogens. Dr. Theo Colburn, zoologist and expert on chemical pollution from fracking, appears in Gasland. She says, Every environmental law we wrote to protect public health is ignored. Once the public hears the story and they'll say, well, why aren't we out there monitoring? We can't monitor until we know what they're using. Josh Fox ends Gasland with an excerpt of a congressional hearing. Congressmember Diana DeGette, a Democrat of Colorado, and Congressmember Maurice Henchy of New York aggressively question gas industry executives about water contamination. The two have submitted a bill, the proposed FRAC Act, which would remove the Halliburton loophole, forcing drillers to reveal the chemical components used in fracking. It's time to close the door on the Cheney energy policy and take immediate steps to protect clean water. I'm Amy Goodman with Dennis Moynihan.